This is episode 56 of The Chick in Charge. Today, Mary talks with Atlanta clairvoyant Dorothea Gates. Gates brings new meaning to the term as she combines personal therapy with her insight. She maintains that insight without change is meaningless. Get ready for some personal understanding and awareness on today's episode of The Chick in Charge. Welcome to The Chick in Charge. All-in-One Security CEO Mary Parker celebrates the success of women in the world of business and in life. Mary's own humble beginnings in rural Mississippi led her to become one of the only African-American females running a multi-million dollar security firm. She is definitely the chick in charge. Here now is Mary Parker. Hey everybody, this is Sarah Smith and I am here with the lovely, amazing, so accomplished uh, Mary Parker of Atlanta, Georgia. She is CEO of All-in-One Security, the founder of the Mary Parker Foundation, author of the Chick in Charge autobiography. Please get a copy of that. And she is also the host of this podcast. Mary does. Mary's a very busy lady. So good morning, Mary. Good morning, Sarah. And thank you so much. And the, the, one My of the pleasure. reasons you're here with me, she does such lovely introduction, doesn't she? Boom, boom, boom. Well, Mary has a lot of accomplishments, and I only touched on maybe a few of them. There's so many more. <laughs> she definitely um, is an overachiever. It's good to be around an overachiever because you work harder. You work extremely hard. I have, <laughs> yep. And I'll tell you something. I've been working with Mary for a little over a year now, and I have learned so much. And there are so many things that I know how to do, I know that I need to do, et cetera, because I've been around this lady. So that's amazing. I have no complaints. Oh I'm my gosh, happy. Sarah. And I love you too, darling. It's true. It's true. And it's because, true. Of, uh, because of Sarah, we are able to continue this podcast she never ever gives herself the credit that is deserving but this woman is absolutely amazing and so i want sweet. our listening audience to know that she's not just a co-host she's actually the producer of this show so <laughs> we have thank fun you, thank you sarah and point is here with us as well and we have a wonderful <laughs> team uh making sure that we get this information out to our podcast listeners yep. and we also are so excited because we have such phenomenal guest. Yes. And today we have none other than Miss Dorothea Gates. And Miss Dorothea Gates, I have never spoken with a woman of this industry. So audience, get yourselves ready because we've got something for you today. Hello. And with that, we're going to turn it over to you, my dear. Tell us all about Tell yourself. Tell us about you and what you do. I am a quiet secret. Ooh. I am Dorothea Gates, and I am a clairvoyant. What, okay, what is what a is clairvoyant? A clairvoyant is an individual. We pretty much all are clairvoyants. It's a person that it's a person that can perceive above and beyond the physical. Okay. A person that has the ability to see beyond the physical eyes. See, hear, taste, touch, above, above the physical. Right. And we pretty much all can do it. We all have this pineal gland, I call it pineal gland, that is the size of a pea, 
But it originally was the size of a golf ball, a little larger. And because we're in a society where we go to a grocery stores and our food is is prepped and and beautifully prepped, we have security, we have police, we no longer use that sixth sense of danger and finding food and knowing who um, the knowing our predators right Right. offhand. Our predators can come right into your home and sit with you, and you you don't have that sixth sense until much later. Uh, We're all born with it. We just don't utilize it because we are civilized. I was about to say we become so dependent on the things that have been created for us in in the environment and we've, we're not tapping into those natural instincts that God created within us. We don't like to be quiet. We don't like mm. quiet. We don't like silence. Why is that? Because it seems as though we, sh- we were, many of us were raised to be doing something. Right. When I was growing up, I couldn't take a nap because that was lazy. You were always having to do something. You weren't allowed to get quiet and go within. Right. Which is the natural instinct for human beings to do. That's why we're above the food chain. But when you're able to condition yourself to get quiet, you can feel your body telling you what's wrong. You, You don't have to depend on medications. But distractions are the reactions of life and and it's the norm so when you're dealing with the distractions in many levels all the levels between the technology our love interests our family all of this our jobs all of these are distractions designed to keep you from going within how did you realize you had this gift Yes. My neighbors in Philadelphia, where I was born and raised. Love Philadelphia. (laughs) Me too. My neighbors had, uh, you know, one evening. We all were sitting around. We put our children to bed. And the adults come outside and enjoy. It's a summer evening. And the adults come outside and we sit and chit chat and we're talking. And I sat there and I talked with them and we were playing a little game. It's a simple game, but we were adults in our 20s. And I looked at our hands and I said, remember, all of us who are married, do you remember having an M in your hand? You know, do you remember? You know, when you were, when I was a little girl, we said, if you have an M in your hand, oh, you're going to get married. Right. Yes, yes. <laughs> So we we brought that back to the forefront, not to be too wordy, not to be too long. And one woman's hand turned into a movie camera. I just started seeing, I said, where's your third child? It just, you just. I just said it. You just said it. Where's your third child? Yep. Um, I saw a child very sick, and she said, nobody knows about that child. Right. That child died. Mm-hmm many years ago how right. did you know right. who told you right and she got up and she left Ooh. she was in tears but you just knew I just knew right. and I didn't know how I knew right. so that evening we were just talking and many hands turned into 
Interesting. Their information just started to unfold. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Started to unfold. So you went with it. And I just went with it. Right. And before you know it, I needed to know how I did this. So I told these individuals, let's get some children's finger paints. And this was a few days later. Yeah. And I had these women place their hand as if we were going to the police station, place their hands and finger paint right and place it on construction paper and I wanted to see a picture could, could I see this again and it just started to unfold and I just wrote I started to transcribe everything that I saw right and I gave it back to the individuals and they said how did you do this so at the end of each day coming home I would have Xerox copies and finger paints in my mailbox. Because in Philadelphia, your mail goes right in through your door. Right. So <laughs> I, I would walk so into my home. So people started doing it themselves yes, and sending and, it to you. and putting it in my... Wow. So that you would provide them with the message. Yes, it, was, it just became word of mouth. Wow. Now, when I was in the military for 10 years, this did not show up. This showed up after I was released from service. Why do you think that is? I went through a lot of trauma okay. and discord in my first marriage. And it seems as though many of us rebirth ourselves after going through trauma, ah. after going through discord. We've come, women and men seem to grow into a new career field. Uh, it's a regurgitating, it's a rebirthing. And believe it or not, trauma, discord, it's a it's the it's the springboard for rebirthing. And that new, and is new things. so amazing. Yep. That is so amazing. Last year was the first time ever that I was sick. Sick to a point of slowing down. Sick to a point of laying on my bed and having my mind open to newness. Mm -hmm. As a result of that, when I, as I recovered, I said my pain is the rebirthing mm -hmm. of where I'm to go from this experience. Exactly. So that's really amazing that wow. you would share with us today how trauma and rebirthing go hand, go in, hand, hand. in hand. Exactly. Are you hearing us, ladies? It goes hand in hand. There's value in it. You it's bet value it is. in it. Yeah. So you, what you're saying is there are things that we are destined to go through in order to get to our destiny. And we're fighting not to go through it. So many people stop. They fight to not go through it. Even with a traumatic marriage, they will go above and beyond to stay in that. So they won't go through the, the separation, the yeah, sep the, the separation the, the, for exact, the rebirth, yes. the newness. They don't know it's the rebirthing. They don't know. They don't. The unknown is frightening. Right. The unknown is very frightening. Absolutely. And sometimes you have to get very sick for it to happen. Wow. Okay. Whew. Got it. And there's no shame. No. And being ill. There's no shame and it in happens separating. To, it happens to it's everybody. There's no shame in illness. There's no shame in abuses, uh, alcohol, drugs, 
prescription. There's no shame in it. It's a rebirthing. It's also your contract. What's that I found mean? that out. <laughs> What's that mean? I con- we all have, we come here with a contract. And some people actually came here to be drug abusers and to be alcoholics. That is their contracts. So that they will be the lesson for the generation that are watching them. Gotcha. To not go down that path. They, they signed on on a soul level to do this. Wow. But we persecute them. My greatest lessons came from someone who was on alcohol really bad. He, he was my greatest teacher. Right. And he gave me that lesson, and a year later he transitioned. It's almost as though he stayed here to give me that lesson. That's amazing. This is so amazing and true. And, and the interesting thing here, I'm able to relate to what you're talking about. Are you as well, Sarah? Yeah, absolutely. I'm able to relate to what you're talking about, but we, we don't, those experiences in our lives, we don't have a category for. Right. There's no category for myself. Right. No. There's no category for myself. I think that one thing I'm hearing from you right now, which I think is a wonderful thing for women to take away, is um, is going through those uh, bad experiences, those difficult times. The dark years. The dark yes. years, oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then coming out the other side, how do you take... How do you take what you've learned through that? Because I think sometimes um, people don't understand what they do, can do with what they've just gone through. What Absolutely. can they do? The power and who? What can, the what power they? in trauma, fear, disbelief. The number one thing I've noticed. I've experienced is that you have to forgive yourself. We as women have to be everything to everyone. Uh. And we feel <laughs> guilty. We do? Oh my we God. We feel guilty if we cannot be what others need for us to be. Right. All things to all people. All yep. things to all. So we have to forgive ourselves and then growth becomes and prevalent evident yeah once we do that it's it's so small but it's so huge right to forgive you the individual and it's also so spiritual it's very that's a very deep soul matter when i was younger and, and and i was an avid church goer i don't remember anyone telling me to forgive myself Forgive others, right? And to forgive others. I don't remember right. that lesson. I may have gotten it, but I don't remember it. I, I, I think it was stayed towards the forefront. Another rebirthing that had taken place was when I sat down one evening, after all this trauma had taken place, maybe a year later, and sat down and vented. Sometimes we want to stay angry. Right. With people who may have not valued us. But I feel if you, and this is what I've experienced, I feel if you take pen and paper, not tablet, not phone, pen 
to paper yeah. and write down and vent yeah. everything you want to say. Yeah. You vomit all the bile. Gotcha. And you release. Then you start the process of forgiving. Journaling, mm-hmm. you think? It, it, could, it, it, it is journaling, right. but sometimes we need to vent yeah. really quickly. Yeah. And we need to vomit the vial. I used and to we do need that, to say and I haven't all. done we it need in a to long say time. Everything that we're thinking, put it on paper, get it out of you. Right. It's like it's like digging out a festering sore. So, Dorothea, what you're saying to us is, as as a people, especially women, you said I'm a quiet secret when we began. Do you believe? That is also a characteristic of women, in a sense, being that quiet secret, keeping all that stuff within because they don't want people to know that they're not who they think they are. And I'm so happy to hear you sharing that with us today. We've gotten so far away from what's really natural. You know, I always say to my kids, my my daughter and grandchildren, and the community, Mm -hmm. It's like going to church and reading the Bible on your phone. I don't connect until I flip the pages. <laughs> when I touch and feel the word, same here. If I'm angry and upset about something, I want to spare the other person's feeling more so because I'm pretty coarse and I'm very direct mm-hmm. and I'm misunderstood when I tell the truth. So I will write a letter to that person Oh, I have emails with your name on it saying everything. I may use words that are not choice words, and I'll keep going. And then I'll say to myself, I just told them, and I feel so much better. You just Then I delete it. Then you delete it. Mm -hmm. But it's out of me. So what do you say to those people that vent, do it intentionally to hurt someone else? They transfer their pain. Because, you know, we know in this society that hurting people hurt people. What do you say to those people about the things that they're not doing, could be doing, wasting time, because you're way over here and truly you should be way over here? confession to make. I stopped wearing deodorant. Uh, yeah, I kind of knew. You did not. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. But honestly, I'd rather go oh naturel than suffer the overpowering aroma of most deodorants. And I got really worried about the effects of aluminum and parabens, especially on women. And the natural ones I've tried stink, pun intended. You should try my row. Your row? What's row stand for? Rolon? No, no. M Y R O. My row is the name of my deodorant. It's an all natural blend of essential oils that release over time to keep you fresh. I bet it smells awful. Not at all. Remember when you complimented the perfume I was wearing? Well, I wasn't. It was my row. It's also made with barley powder that keeps me dry. No aluminum? No parabens? No toxic anything. 
Myro's ingredients are clinically tested for safety. You choose your scent and the color of your case, which by the way is refillable and reduces plastic waste by 50% over drugstore deodorants. Well, I think I may have found a better way to go au naturel. Do they have different scents? Oh yeah. Myro has incredible mood-inspiring scents. I try a different one with each delivery, right to my door, I might add. Delivery? So I don't have to hunt high and low for it? Nope. Just go to mymyro.com slash chicken charge and use the promo code chicken charge for 50% off your first order. Get started for just five bucks. So I just go to mymyro.com slash chicken charge. Use Chick in Charge as a promo code and get 50% off. And start for just five bucks. I'm going to try Myro right now. Mary and I would appreciate it. everybody this is sarah smith of the chicken charge for gusto all women who own their own businesses are chicks in charge i love it but add in raising a family and you know trying to have a life it gets pretty hectic like many of my fellow female business owners i know the core of my business but what many of us struggle with are things like payroll and benefits and hr enter gusto really a godsend for small businesses like mine gusto features fast and easy to run payroll with w-2s and 1099s it automatically files and pays all payroll taxes which is amazing all by itself there are tons of benefit plans to choose from and you can store all employee documents online now you're thinking i still have to figure this out on my own But the real beauty of Gusto is that you have direct access to certified HR professionals. That is huge. And they know their stuff. So you get easy payroll processing, benefits, and excellent support all in one place. And that place is Gusto. Chick in Charge listeners get three months free once they run their first payroll. So go to gusto.com slash chicken charge. Be the expert in your business and let Gusto be your payroll and HR expert. Go to gusto.com slash chicken charge and get three months free. But that person is dealing with a lot of pain and a lot of hurt, haven't forgiven themselves for past misdeeds, and they are addicted to pain. People are addicted to pain and discord. Why is that? It's natural to be addicted to everything. Right. And if you've never been loved properly, and this is all you know, it's a form of addiction. Gotcha. If this is all you know, guess what? People who hurt people need love more. She may have cussed me out, hurt me, said many words, 
I would say thank you and I bless you and I love you. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Dorithia, for being on this show <laughs> because you're, you're helping and confirming a lot of my characteristics. Wow. Um, and I'm going to share an example with you. I made a phone call maybe a month ago. I'd invited this young lady to an event I was having. She didn't show up. She didn't call. I was concerned that something was wrong physically, emotionally, or so. Mm -hmm. So I called to find out what was wrong with her. What I left with was I was her problem. I was her problem. She wrote me a text message, not phone call. She, she was venting. Mm -hmm. I knew she was venting, and I treated it as such. I read the message. I read the message. I said, I, I, I don't want to see what's being said. I want to feel why she's doing this. I asked her permission to call to discuss that with her. And what we're talking about here is forgiving self. First thing I wanted to know was, what did I do to trigger that? Mm -hmm. Secondly, how do I now address this without me owning the issue? Okay. And I did. But she wasn't straightforward, and I knew she wasn't. Interesting. I wanted the truth. Why are you angry with me? Why are you envious? And why are you jealous? Because that's all that was in mm -hmm. there. But the overarching message was, my interpretation was, I'm upset because it seems that you always, you're always happy. You get what you go after. That's exactly what I felt. And look mm -hmm. at where I am. That's exactly what I and felt. And now you won't bring me along with you. That's exactly what I felt. She was upset that how come life gives you everything you want? I go after it. But she doesn't go after it. She goes after what other people are doing. Not what her soul is telling her her direct path is. Oh, my, my. She wants your career. She's doing what you're doing, and it's not working. It's not her path. It's not her path. And she's angry because it's working for you. I want to be revered in the community. I want to be looked at as successful. I want to be beautiful. So I'm going to do what she's doing. But that's not your path. We have to follow our dream. Some of our simple hobbies are our path. What we did at 13 or 14 or 15, that's the little breadcrumbs. That's what we're supposed to be doing now. But parents say you need a really good job. You put that away, nonsense, and get a good job. Many of us are very creative. But we're trying to stand on the coattails of other individuals and do what they're doing, and it's not looking the same. Right. And they're also, and I think we as parents specifically, put so much pressure on our children. We really do. And, um, and, and, and defining themselves, excuse me, not defining themselves, but going after the things that we have defined for them, exactly. such as education. I'm an advocate for education, mm -hmm. but I don't think education is the only springboard for people to be successful. It isn't. And, you know, and so I'm now saying to parents, 
listen to your children and allow them to be part of the process listen. and decisions for their lives. Exactly. Exactly. You're 100% so we'll make mistakes. On point. But we talked about that early. Those are our lessons. Wonderful and lessons. we try to go through life living through the experiences only of our parents and community and not being encouraged. We can't go through the experiences of our parents. Look how the world has changed. Yes. We, we, we don't have any of their experiences anymore. Right. Pensions have actually gone out the window. <laughs> we wanted, parents wanted you to work so you can get a pension. Right. That door is closed. Yes, 30 yeah. years, one location. <laughs> get a good, generous <laughs> retirement, and then you're on your way. Exactly. But, you know, this is so wonderful, and I'm going to schedule you. Let's we, yeah. do, let's oh, do off. Yeah, let's just go. I want to know more about this yeah. because... <laughs> yeah. I think I may have a little of that. Oh, I, I know you do. I think I have a little I, I, of that. I, yeah. And, you know, the, those are scary. Those can be scary moments when you have the assignment of, on your life to go tell somebody else yep. about the things that they're not doing, could be doing, wasting time because you're way over here and truly you should be way over here. Many people don't understand what love is. Many people have many different definitions of love, but the one definition they do not have is self-love. Now, we're living in a society where you're hearing that catchphrase all the time, self-love, 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 but you're not hearing the steps to getting it. Right. You're not hearing the steps to digging out the pain. Self-love starts with looking at your hand and loving your hand, loving everything about that hand. Then let's go up the arm. Let's go inside the heart. Let's look at the thighs. Let's look at that knees. Self-love is loving the physical characteristics. And then you go in and start loving those experiences that you've had. I don't care how heinous, how difficult. I don't care if you were with a married man. Those experiences are experiences. I don't expect you to stay in that situation, but there are steps that led you to that married man. Once you love you, you no longer want to be second because loving you place you first and you cannot feel comfortable being in the role of second. My, my, my. <laughs> oh, my. I heard all that. I got mm -hmm. it. Got it. Yeah. You are a phenomenal woman. Thank you. This is absolutely amazing. These are conversations that we don't have. We don't talk about who we are really. Not anymore. You know, we're so, but well, society has placed that mask on us. We have to conform. Yeah. We have to conform, and we won't allow others to see our vulnerability. And that's where the healing is. That's it. They're not real girlfriends anymore. Yeah. Where you can be vulnerable with your girlfriend, and it's okay. And they say, girl, get yourself together and, and put it together. Yep. But they still love you in spite of. Absolutely. They, some of them just, they, they judge you, they leave you, and they move on, and you feel defeated. Mm -hmm. They're not real girlfriends anymore. No. 
We're supposed to be girlfriends yes. to all of us. Heck yes. yes. Everyone. Yes. Every woman. We're supposed to be girlfriends. Yeah, but instead we it's a counter approach. And it's very unsatisfying. It is. Yeah. You know, can you just remember those moments? I had one of those week girlfriend weekends and so it's fresh with me. Mm-hmm. But I so understand what you're saying. Yep. We don't share ourselves. Ourselves. And I know we have to wrap up here. And we're going to. <laughs> and we don't want to. And we to. don't want to. But next time we have, her, well, next time, Dorothea, you're on the show. We're going to give the do, whole show to you. Good, yeah, let's do a and, good hour or hour and 15 And minutes. we will allow Absolutely. people to call in. And then we can get some real juicy details yeah. of healing, yeah. of love, and direction. Giving love. direction. Absolutely. And that's what I do. I give direction. I talk to people Every day, I, I cleared my calendar today to be here with you, thank ladies. You so oh, much. Thank you. Thank it you is so much. We appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you shaking me up as well. <laughs> you know, um, me too. Mm, you too, Sarah. I took a bunch of notes. Yeah, and it's times like this that when we leave, our minds can't be still. I know. <laughs> I know. Can't be still. You just added more to the plate. But this is great. Thank you for being here, and promise you'll come back. If I'm invited, I will not crash the party. I will come back. Yeah, you <laughs> consider You're it invited. done. Consider it done. Thank you. And I hope you guys have really, really enjoyed this segment as we have here. And as you can see, we've already opened it up to Dorithia to come back so that you, our audience, can participate, call in, and have questions answered as well. So uh, we're going to encourage her to continue on with the great works that you are doing and we're going to help to help to share this in our community. Really? Because like yourself, I run into these issues with people every day. My my daughter has to remind me, mom, you know, people are not thinking at the level that you are and you just can't expect people are going to get it when you say it. So understanding how to better provide people with steps of getting there is will really really be helpful That's to the, me. the steps. Because when you're dealing with your hurt, you can't climb. You you just want to go in inside and go into fetal mode. You can't climb. Wow. Just one final question. I know it's time for us to go. You mentioned the fetus status position. How much do you believe? And I know I've done some study on it. How much do you believe our present condition as we're carrying our children, as we're pregnant? is transferred to their being before they get here. I believe in it absolutely 100%. Absolutely 100%. The 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 fetus inside of us are taking the seeds are being planted, let's just say that. Yeah. The seeds are being planted in in the fetus mode of their character being um, coming forth, the character of this young, this innocent coming forth, the seeds are being planted of who they're going to be. Are they going to be a scholar? Are they going to be proficient in life? Are they going to read? Yeah. Yeah. Is that going to even be advocated? Are they going to be um, hooked on prescription or any kind uh, you know anything because the fetus the, the this womb our womb 
that carries all this information still carries information long after the fetus is gone. Wow. We are such powerful creatures, women. And we give birth more than to children. We birth everything. We just have to believe in ourselves and validate ourselves. And number one, love who we are. Wow. What a closing message. Yeah. How can people reach you? You can reach me by calling 404-344-9258 or my email, um, my website, DorotheaOnline.com, D-O-R-O-T-H-E-A, Online.com, one word. Very good. Well, all right. We have our prescription for the day. We know that we, number one, if we're not living a life of forgiving ourselves and loving ourselves, we're already behind the eight ball. Already so the challenge to you listeners, not just female, but you listeners, what we want you to take away today is if you don't understand that you love you, get some clarity on that. If you don't understand the power of forgiving yourself and forgiving others, try it. It's not just saying you, you've done it. It's actually doing it, getting rid of it, and being done. That's it. We're going to sign off now with you in mind. And uh, we've enjoyed this segment. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Mary Parker, and I am the Chick in Charge. Subscribe to The Chick in Charge at thechickincharge.com. Get a free download of Mary Parker's Tips for Success, tips that'll make short work of some of today's most challenging issues facing female business owners. Thanks for listening to The Chick in Charge.